Are you ready to listen to my dad, Joe, and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now on with the show. The Joe Mays and J-Raff Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to the Joe Mays and J Raff Show. Boring. A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time? With a focus on football. Second to go. Pass. Got it. Touchdown. This guy has had some year. Al, I've got to tell you, in a pressure situation, I don't know if I have ever seen. Anybody be better than Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup? Wow, what a drive. Fourth and one. Burrow trying to keep it going, gets spun down, gets it away, and incomplete. Rams now running down to celebrate with a defensive play. And guess who? Guess who? I mean, you don't even have to think about it. Pointing to the ring finger. When everything was on the line for the Rams, yes, we know it was Aaron Donald. But the Rams were built to win the Super Bowl, and they have sealed the deal. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. All right, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to the Joe Mays and J-Raff Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting here next to me is my co-host, Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's uh, good to be here. You know, nice, nice and relaxing weekend of football. Yeah, completely. <laughs> uh, here on a Sunday afternoon, a little bit of an odd time for us to do this show. We're usually Sunday night after most of the NFL action is in the books, but we just wanted to get this show out there now as a couple games are completed from yesterday and we'll talk about both of those and then there's a game that i don't want to talk about going on right now uh, i'm still flaunting my dolphins fandom i have a, a new shirt that was gifted to me by my parents on christmas and i have this lovely drawing behind justin's head that was created by someone who's actually here in the studio with us today uh, and that would be Justin's son, Austin, who's over there with my daughters, uh, having a, a good time right now going through some old trading cards that I brought from my parents' house just this afternoon. So uh, camera's a little glitchy, but they have spread out mostly football cards because obviously I'm, I'm a football guy. But there's some hockey and some baseball, and they've actually found some random, like, not obviously they weren't Pokemon yet because that was this is we're talking like early 90s here so I don't think Pokemon came over to the states till the late 90s but there's some kind of anime cards in there that I didn't even know were in there uh but yeah they're having a good time going through those old cars and filling out their collections now and uh enjoying as much as we can this Dolphins Bills game here as it's turned into what I kind of expected it would turn into so well and and the tough part is you know, if the Dolphins went down early, like, okay. But to be down three scores is is going to be tough because it's hard to picture a scenario where the Dolphins outscore the Bills by 17 the rest of the way. You right. know what I mean? I mean, um, I mean, potentially if you get some special teams and some defensive right. help and there. I said that to you as I was disappointed they were down 14 nothing. I said they had to play a perfect game. They needed to hope for turnovers and probably a defensive or special teams touchdown to make this interesting. And it, it's just not happening. Um, it, it's not an insurmountable lead, like a 27-point no. lead would be insurmountable. <laughs> right, right. But um, Yeah, if only the Dolphins were playing against the Chargers. Yeah, then you'd know that they, they'd still be in it. But. Right. So, yeah, a super wild card weekend, lots of games going on. Dolphins-Bills right now, and then later when this game is finally over, it'll be Giants-Vikings, which is a rematch of That's a game. An interesting game. Just played a few weeks ago. It was Christmas Eve, was it? Yeah. Vikings won that one. Vikings did win. It was also in Minnesota, just like right. today's game right. will be. It, it is an interesting one. And, Justin, we did kind of a for bragging rights, just a few family friends a confidence pool where you pick the winner straight up, no points or anything like that, but you assign them points based on how confident you are that team will win. 
And the two toughest for me were Chargers Jaguars, and we'll get to that one yeah. in a moment. But Giants Vikings, I feel like, was my next yeah. toughest one. And I've been a doubter of the Vikings all year. Not that they're not a good team, but that they're a fraudulent elite team. Yeah, they're in the next tier down. Right. Like they're they're they are not the Eagles and 49ers. They are not right, the Bills, not the Chiefs, NFC. and Bengals. Right. And they're uh, to be honest, I don't even I don't think they're even the Cowboys. Now, where the Cowboys are is Debatable. Tough to tell right now, but like, I I think we'll, we'll probably talk about that. But yeah. I, I think Cowboys are going to be fine, um, you know. And and if you look on the other side of the bracket, like the AFC, they're not the Bills, they're not the Bengals, they're not the Chiefs, you know. So yeah, I it's they have weapons, they they have weapons, um, but man, they they've looked bad against the best teams they've played except the bills but the bills gifted that one to them yeah. you know now I, I hey it's the nfl you don't style points literally do not matter right um but yeah, yeah we'll see um but it's gonna be an interesting game because the giants um you know they, they were able to rest their starters last week um you know if they can run the ball and and i think more importantly they were able to rest saquon being healthy going into the game and rest their defensive starters that are guys up front. Cause that's where they're going to cause problems for Minnesota. If Minnesota, if cousins has time to sit back there and throw the ball to Jefferson down the field, it's going to be trouble for whoever they're playing in the games where it's been a problem. Cousins has been running for his life and throwing the ball to the wrong team. Yeah. Um, and Jefferson's not getting it. And then he's a head case. Um, and so, if if the Giants can keep some pressure on them early, it, it could it could be interesting. Um, the the Vikings are never out of it, as we saw with the their game against the Colts, because of that passing threat. Um, but if you can make them one dimensional and they don't get to use Dalvin Cook like they should, it 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 could be a problem. So, yeah, yeah, I yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But I'm, I'm ex- honestly, that's the two games I was most excited about for the weekend. Given the state of teams rosters right now and depth charts and everything, we're probably Giants Vikings, and then the game tomorrow night. Um, the game last night exceeded expectations for me, not just in in the drama that was provided. Like, right? I you know I knew I had that chance, but to be honest, I didn't think the Jags would. Um, I didn't think they were up. To, up for it yet. I thought it was kind of a nice run that they had been on, but I thought the Chargers were going to get the best of them. And and for a little bit, it looked that way. But Yeah, for a while. They were up 27 to nothing, 27 to 7 at halftime. They were up 1.30 to 14. They were up 30 to 20 with like four, five, six minutes left in the game. Yeah. So a lot went wrong. And I was just in the middle of reading an article on The Athletic by I believe the LA Chargers beat writer about chargering about how yeah. when Staley came well, in did you read that no did you but see it? This, that that term of taking a sports term and making it a verb was a whole discussion on ESPN radio this morning too. oh was it well they referenced the old Clemsoning and and how that is very much like the um, current chargering which um, is teams that find a way to lose. Um, they kept playing the Chargers radio call, which was, you know, just straightforward, you know, ripped, ripped defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> you know, like it, it just, it, it was, oh man, it was, that's a tough one if you're a Chargers fan, because I'm, th- like I said to you, you look at the first 28 minutes of that too. They're a team that in that regard, you're like, they could challenge for, for the AFC. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying they're the best, but like that's a team that they look like they look like what we expected the Chargers to be at the beginning of the year. Right. You know, the best or second best team in what was going to be the best division in football. And in reality, we, we were way off. In reality, they ended up exactly what we thought they were. The second best team in an average division. Right. And that's that last night showed why they weren't why they didn't beat the Chiefs for the division this year. They just they just can't get it done. They no. can't get it out of their own way. And yeah, Brandon Staley, there's plenty of blame to go around. And in part, I'm not looking to deflect blame off of him necessarily because 
this isn't an isolated thing. You know, they missed the playoffs last year in part because of his decision-making in Week 18. Um, They got themselves behind the eight ball this year in the playoffs because of his decision-making in Week 18. But Brandon Staley didn't miss a 40-yard field goal. Brandon Staley didn't overthrow a wide-open guy in the end zone. Brandon you know, like, there's plenty of blame to go around, not just on the coach. So it's one of those where... Yes, he gets some blame, and I wouldn't surprise me if he gets fired. Um, I I think that's an amazing spot for Sean Payton to go. I think it almost makes too much sense for that to happen, especially knowing that the Chargers historically do not like to spend money on anything. Right. Um, but I did see some. So it, it's interesting to me. There's some crossover in who I follow on things like Twitter between like the professional teams I follow and the college teams I follow. But there's also lots of divergence. Like the common point is Penn State and then the Penn State accounts that I follow are run by people who like their interest is other teams in the pros. Right. So seeing last night people just being like seeing Ohio State guy Bosa lose control and be part of the reason why his team lost is they're like I'm here for all of it. <laughs> like, um and again, it wasn't just him, but that was a key mistake at a at the they they made all the wrong mistakes at just the right time mm-hmm. um, to cost themselves the game. Yeah, I, I texted you and Adam last night. Yeah, nine fifty three. Adam and I kind of tongue in cheek, but we're like we're saying like if anybody can do it, it's in terms of blow it, it's the Chargers, and then you just straight up are like. When they gave up that touchdown. So it was in the article I was reading from The Athletic about this disaster that happened last night for the Chargers. About how they were up 27-0, got the ball back with just a few minutes left in the second quarter. And they fumbled a handoff on a jet sweep, which they recovered, but then they had to punt. And Trevor Lawrence led a 53-yard touchdown drive then to cut the lead to 27-7. And that's when I texted the group and said the chargers are going to blow this yes yes and this is at 9 53 this is right before halftime and then i was up for another half hour or so showered hopped in bed sent a few texts to you guys and then i was out i missed so i missed the rest of the game i had to get up early for work today so i wasn't going to stay up to watch a game that you know was trending towards a blowout right but and, just in my mind and you're interested in because it's a playoff game but right. like it's not enough to the point where it's right. keeping you up it's, and i i knew i was going to be sick today because of the dolphins bills game so i didn't need to have no sleep for yeah. that but i just went to bed thinking the chargers are going to blow this aren't they and i and i wish i had some kind of documentation from it but i remember <laughs> watching the vikings colts game when the colts yeah. went up that big and i was like they're going to blow this they're going to blow this it was, I took my daughter to a Girl Scout service project, came back and watched them, and I'm watching the game. And it's still, it was still very big deficit for the Vikings to overcome. But I'm sitting there watching it, and just something's telling me this they're going to blow this game. Right. I don't have any documentation for that, but I have documentation for yes, last yes. night where I said the Chargers are going to blow this. And now at the time, it had only been a 20-point lead. Not insurmountable. It's still a pretty big lead. No, but 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 the thing is, too, it's not like the Chargers had just gotten lucky. I mean, I guess in, in a way they did with some of the picks and stuff. But, like, it wasn't like, oh, there are a couple unlucky bounces for the Jags or lucky bounces. For, no, like, the Chargers were dominating in every facet of the game. The Jags could do nothing on offense. They couldn't stop the Chargers running or or passing. Like the Chargers had everything going their way. I just the biggest thing that can but but man and this is is this some of my bias coming through probably but man Doug Peterson steadied the ship man he he did not look faced you know Trevor Lawrence looked faced. Throwing those picks, which again, throwing four picks in the first half of a game, your first playoff game, I understandably would be frustrating. Like I, I well, get that. There was obviously like, moments that I was like, "Is Peterson going to pull him?" Yeah, yeah. But I, then I'm like, "He's a second year guy, kind of gets a pass for his right. first year. This is well, your first and, playoff game. You got to stick with it." The joke popped in my head that Nick Foles isn't walking through that door, you know, <laughs> like, um, but they didn't need him. And as much as like you and I have, I, I don't even want to say. We certainly aren't bashing him. We just haven't jumped on the 
transcendent generational talent train no. as quick as everyone else. But to be able to put that behind you from the first half and really starting with two minutes left, you know, to go down and get that score. And then the last 32 minutes of that game, he played really well. Um, and we've seen it. They did it with, um, they did it against the Cowboys, you right. know, like the, so I, I almost look at the Jaguars as one of those teams. You know how they like talk about this sometimes how like they're, they're almost too young to realize that, oh, you're supposed to just give up and, and not win this game. You know what I mean? Right. Like they're almost too young to, to realize it. Like I kind of feel that way with the Jaguars. Like they're like, they're too young and naive to realize, oh no, that game's over at 27, nothing, you know, like right. um, they were able to get it done. So it was, it was really cool. So I'm trying to pull this up on the screen. Cause I saw, oh, now I'm moving stuff around that I shouldn't be moving around. Let's try that. Nope. Still not the right one. Let's try again. Nope. Still not the right one. There we go. Fifth time's a charm. Um, oh, God. Stupid. So I saw this this morning on Freezing Cold Takes, old, old, at Old Takes Exposed on Twitter. It's the second one. Right. Um, just to remind that there's people with functioning brain cells that actually think Justin Herbert is a better quarterback than Trevor Lawrence. And I know after that game, maybe there's more of a discussion to be had, but... Honestly, I consider myself to have functioning brain cells, and I absolutely 100% would take Justin Herbert over Trevor Lawrence, even right now today. I agree. I couldn't. So here you go. We do this all the time. If Justin Herbert were on the Jags, do you think they'd be better or worse? I would say better because I felt like the first I, eight weeks, Trevor Lawrence wasn't that good. I, I agree. I think I think the Jags are... At no worse in so the they same finished place. what nine and eight, right? And they won the division right. at nine and eight. Josh Allen and Dolphins guy were getting into it. Ninety four is that Wilkins? That's Christian Wilkins. Yeah. And then the linemen step in and it gets all crazy. But it started with Josh Allen and him going at it. Well, anyways, that's happening. But yeah, so they were nine and eight. Um, I didn't, and I didn't transition it over so people can't even read what's on the screen. There we go. So you can read this from Matt Downs on, on Twitter. Uh, I was retweeted by freaking cold takes last night when Trevor Lawrence was having a bad time. Right. So it's actually a, a freezing cold take of a freezing cold take. Um, but I, I just, I, I think Justin Herbert's better than Trevor Lawrence right now. I I feel like there's a lot of evidence to that. And I don't necessarily mean that as. Okay, so Wilkins bumped into him, and then Josh Allen shoved him, and then they just started shoving each other. Well, why were they? Was was there a play that he was blocking downfield, or what was? No, there? no, no. It was behind the play, but he didn't knock him down. They're just everything's going to offset. <laughs> and here we are, right back to where we started. So, um. On the record, though, Christian Wilkins did nothing wrong, and Josh Allen's a giant turd. So, um, oh, it was oh, it was there was an interception. Okay, so he was blocking the quarterback. Stephen Howard playing out of his mind today. <laughs> I wish that was true. That's a heck of a. Pick. So did he did he catch it? Yeah. Okay, so it yeah. was an interception. Yeah. So what's the problem? Josh Allen no, didn't here, like here, that here, he was here, being here, blocked. Here. So, I think it's before the pick actually. He had hit him. But then yeah. they just shoved each other back and forth. But either way, the ref stepped in and stopped that. It was when the linemen come up, which I get. That's what the linemen aren't just going to stand there and watch the quarterback get in trouble unless you're like Zach Wilson or someone like that. The Jets linemen definitely would not go over <laughs> and stand up for Zach Wilson. Um, um, yeah. So anyways, to make this long yeah. tangent shorter. I think Justin Herbert's better than Trevor Lawrence. I think if Justin Herbert was the quarterback in Jacksonville this year, they might have won another game. Right. It's Especially because the beginning of the year, the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence were not very good. So the first couple of weeks, they were like solid. And then they lost to the Eagles and they went on a slide and they lost a bunch in a row. And then they got hot and won a bunch in a row. Um, but yeah, like, to be honest, for me, I feel like the gap between them closed a lot this year. Sure. Because, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you I, there. I just didn't. There were so many unknowns with Trevor Lawrence after last year. A lot seemingly not his fault. <laughs> you know, right. Like, yeah. Um, 
one of the worst coaching hires in and, NFL history. Right. But I look Which at we Herbert. Call, like so many, not just yes. us, so many people call I look before at Herbert, that even happened. And I'm like, again, so much of what happens, I just don't know that it's his fault. But at the same time, like, yeah, I get like you need to be the guy that steps up and makes it happen. Like the idea of blowing a 27-point lead is terrible from a defensive standpoint. But it's also like you're up 27 nothing with two minutes left in the first half, and you only scored three points three. the rest of the way. They only rushed for seven yards in the second half. Right. Like what? how do you let that happen? Like how do you let that happen from both offensive and defensive standpoint? So like when I when I look at it, it's it's just a tough spot because like again, there's plenty of blame to go around for the Chargers, but I, I'm I'm confident that they're not looking. This is stating the obvious. They're not looking for a quarterback replacement to like fix their problems. That's not the issue. They're gonna change lots of other things probably there, but they won't change the quarterback. Um, nor should they. But like again, I think the Jaguars are maybe a tick better with Justin Herbert as their quarterback. And I think the chargers are maybe a tick worse, but it's so hard because we just went and stated how there's so much. I hate throwing it that short. Oh my goodness. Never mind. It was perfect. I was about to interrupt you and be like, dolphins are going for it at fourth and eight at midfield. What's the worst and, that could and, happen? And threw the ball two yards behind the line of scrimmage. Hey, Jeff Wilson, a, baby. That was a heck of a block to get, pick up that first down though. Um, but you know what I mean? Like it's so hard. Cause like, Again, not to the degree that Trevor Lawrence had to deal with last year, but there's so many things that go on right. with the Chargers that, like, I don't know that it's fair. It, is it that, any like, I don't know how, like, it would be to judge anybody by that system. But yeah, it, yeah. So, I, so there was a whole bunch going on here. You can't before we got in that tangent. Yeah, I wanted to talk about field goals, settling for field goals, missing yeah. field goals, because that yep. doomed the Chargers. Yep. Missing a field goal, even settling for field goals when they could have gotten touchdowns. Same thing yeah. with the Dolphins they, they, just now. They, they had it inside earlier. the 25 or something and had to kick a field goal. You're not going to come back and win games by kicking field goals. And then yesterday I texted this to you, the 49ers. What was going on in that first half? I, I don't know what was happening. Well, and, and that game got away in a hurry, but it all it all hinged on uh, – Illegal man downfield penalty. Multiple. Which I, I really don't – I get it. But, like, when the when the NFL rules announcer is like, you get, you get one yard, they're going to give you two. And the guy is two yards, and they didn't give it to him. And then – now, it's easy. Geno Smith, don't fumble on the next play. Like, right. they did plenty to screw it up, too. Um, but, yeah, like, the Niners were – Struggling. Yes. I mean, they were moving the ball, but they were settling right. for field goals. And you know, all props to Robbie Robbie Solid Gold. Yeah. You know, he was on the Penn State team in 2001. It's now right. 2023, and he's still kicking at 40 years old. Right. Uh, good for him. But they were losing at halftime, 17 to right. 16, because not only were they settling for field goals, they also made stupid penalties. I don't yes. know what uh, Ward, their safety, the 49ers right. safety was doing. Geno Smith was clearly in a slide. You right. know that's getting flagged. Right. The, that's the thing. We can complain over and over about protecting quarterbacks and blah, 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 but there are rules in place that the players know, and yet they still do the things right. that constantly well, get them flagged. Well, and sometimes it is borderline. That was that not. was not. He was <laughs> that his, was not. Like sometimes, you know, the guy gets flagged and you're like, yeah, he had started the slide, but he wasn't even on the ground yet. Okay. And it's happening really fast. He was his, his legs were on the his ground. His legs were on the ground. Like that he he was down. Like I, I, yeah, so stupid. Put him in I mean, long field goal range, but now thankfully he didn't hit him in the head. No, well he might have gotten They said he probably would have gotten ejected. ejected. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um It's it's just one of those but see, like to me, I feel like the Niners looked like what I thought. They are really solid on offense, but even there, their big plays on offense. Oh Ooh. my goodness! Oh, he dropped it too, and now he's hurt. Almost all of oh. them. Almost all of them were short plays, where the Seahawks miss tackles and they turn it upfield for yeah. long gains. Yeah, it's probably. I mean, it's a bold strategy to not. Uh, cover or tackle Christian McCaffrey like that. Yeah. 
that's a that's that's an interesting one for sure. But I mean, the Seahawks were in at halftime, and then they just fell apart in the second half. 49ers took over. Kind of was a, it, it ended up being what I expected. Yes. But I was certainly sweating it out in the first half. Oh, I was rooting for it. If I, I well, in... like that's what I mean. I didn't care. I, right. I don't like the Seahawks because I'm not a Pete Carroll no. fan. I don't dislike them as much as I did years ago with people that are on the team that are just not likable. Right. Most of them are gone, or all of them are gone, except for Pete Carroll. Just he's just not my thing. I just I couldn't handle him at New England, which I mean, I was happy when he was in New England because they weren't good. But then he went to USC and all the USC stuff, and I've always disliked the Seattle team. So I wanted the 49ers to win, but I was certainly sweating it when they were keeping it close. But San Francisco turned it on and showed why they are now on an 11-game winning streak. And some say the best team in, in the NFC. They'll get to prove that. Um, if not next week, then in two weeks. We'll see who they end up playing. Uh, that all hinges on the next game. That'll start at, what, 4.30, Giants-Vikings. Yeah. Yep. That game matters for who the Eagles will play and who the 49ers will play. Right. Yep. That's the determining game left. So, but do you have anything from 49ers Seahawks or Jaguars Chargers? No, the, the thing I, now I, again, I kind of lost some interest in the second half there when it got away, but there was a point where I think the Niners had only been stopped one possession where they didn't score some points. Like you said, they were getting field goals on a couple of them, which is a problem. They need, you need touchdowns in the playoffs, but yeah, they say they, it louder like, for the team in Buffalo I, I right know, now. I'm right, lining up for their second one here. Um, well, Jason Sanders has had an awful two-year stretch, so we'll see how this goes. Yeah, but but you look at it, I so their offense can be scary good at times, but their defense got it. The secondary was exposed to me at times too. Mm-hmm. DK Metcalf had a yeah, huge, he had a huge two, game after having one combined catch in the previous two games this season against. So, well, so maybe the big game is the anomaly, you know, it could be, <laughs> it could be, but well, he, I also made look it. at he it made like, it. yeah, yeah. So he's made two, I mean, 11 points. Okay. You're down crazy. 17, nothing though. You had two drives that you got well, into that one's their territory right. because of the pick. Oh God. Right. So, I mean, they at least responded and stopped the bleeding to make it Absolutely. into a game. Because as long as they can well, keep Buffalo now, off the now the it's two fifteen. Right, you just need to get in. Get to halftime down eleven. Right, get, get in to minus eleven and, and you're okay. Don't like, get in the halftime down twenty to six or twenty four to six. Right, right. Like you're not the Jaguars, okay? <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is not walking <laughs> through that door. <laughs> Skyler Skyler Thompson's on that field, not Trevor Lawrence. So let's oh, uh, let's let's keep it real, but. Um. Yeah, I just the the Niners look good though. Um, you know it's a divisional game, so like it, it's going to be tough. Um, here you go. Just they'll never see it coming. Onside kick is onside kick. Yeah. <laughs> God, <laughs> that would be an interesting decision to get another ball at midfield, and then maybe and they could kick, kick another, another field goal. goal. Going down. Good, great, grand, wonderful. So, all right. um, Giants, Vikings, we kind of already touched on a little bit. I I do feel like this one is also sort of a toss up. Like I felt like last night's game was going to be. It'll be interesting to see what happens. The the big thing is my daughter, my oldest daughter, Natalie, is super into sports over the last like nine months or so, especially football. I know you're really torn up. I know. It really really hurts that, that she's into that. Um, this morning I told you this when you came, but like it was like eight thirty this morning. I got home from work, and she's like, "What time's the pregame start?" <laughs> I'm like, "It's eight thirty-eight. I was like, "Football starts at one, so pregame Sounds will be barely like, up." Yeah. <laughs> like pregame will start at like ten, ten to eleven. But then I'm like, "Well, we get NFL Network. That's what NFL Network. NFL for. Network's <laughs> got to have something." So I turn on NFL Network, and they were playing the the condensed version of. The 49ers Seahawks okay, game, you yeah, know, yeah. where they play it like the whole game in an hour or yeah, whatever. Yeah, those are perfect. So those I turned awesome. on the end of that and she sat there and watched the end of the game that we already watched yesterday. Yeah. She watched that and then at nine o'clock NFL game day morning came on and she just we just watched that for two and a half hours awesome. until um until we went to to have lunch with my parents and pick up my uh, box of cards, which they've abandoned us now. They even shut the door. They're like, I don't want to listen to these two jokers talk. Uh so Natalie's excited and interested in watching this. She's participating in the confidence poll and she made her own bracket. Like she's filling out the bracket as it goes on so that she has it. And it's, it's been, uh, it's been really fun. Uh, I don't remember where I was going with the point of this story now that I, <laughs> that's all right. Dovetailed a bunch, but, um, 
Oh, Giants Vikings. Yeah. She she always and, and Haley joins in too. We watched Red Zone yeah. during the regular season, and then so every time the a slate of game starts one o'clock four thirty, they they and they go through you know they'll throw up the octo yes. box or whatever, yes. and they'll show the games. The girls will read. All right, this team's playing this team. Who do we want to win? Right. right. So we always go through. Well, who do I want to win? Well, who do I think is going to win is this? But who do I want to win yes. is this? Sometimes yes. they match up. Sometimes they don't. And then they want to know why. So Vikings and Giants are playing tonight, and what they hate is when I go. I don't really care who wins. <laughs> But like I don't really care. One, I'm a fan of an AFC team, so right. the NFC teams don't mean a lot to me. The Giants and Vikings are not a team that I have a hatred for. Right. There's obviously a handful of teams I do. Most of them are AFC teams for obvious reason, rivalry reasons. But Giants and Vikings does not move the needle for right. me in any like negative or positive right. direction. If it mattered to my fantasy team, I would probably be pulling for the Vikings because for some reason I had a ton of Vikings this year and got more when they traded right. Hawkinson, the Lions, right. to the Vikings. But it, fantasy's over. Congratulations on your win, by the way. Ah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, asterisk because Jamar Chase didn't have a chance to put up uh, 52 points or whatever Greg needed to we be. We needed 52 and a half, I believe, uh, to tie. Actually, I think he needed 51 and a half to tie 52 to win because you had Mike Evans on your bench. And Who I had 52, And I told right. you he could take anyone from either bench to replace. That would have been great, man. That would have been amazing. Imagine all the... Uh, the social media clout we would have gotten if we pretended that that happened, <laughs> that I instituted that rule. Man, fantastic. But so Giants-Vikings, I, I don't care. It's a toss-up to me. I could see either team winning. I've been a Vikings hater this year and that they're not as good as they are. I mean, you look at analytics and anyone that has a outside of Minnesota is probably like, yeah, what, the Vikings are kind of a fraudulent. What did their score differential end up what, being? Yeah, what did it end up being? Because, let's see. Is that listed on the standings? I can just I think pull it, it up is. right here. Like it had to be close to zero still. Minus three. Yeah. So yeah. they're they should be predicted to be eight and nine, essentially. Yeah. If you do that Pythagorean right, theorem right. or whatever it is in terms of points sco- points scored directly correlates to win loss, generally. Right. Well, look at what what were the Giants who finished third in their division? Minus six. Minus six. They're, right. So a close game today. Yeah. But and it was, but it was at, three or four weeks ago. Like, it's crazy because the Giants are minus six in third place. The Cowboys, who are in second place, plus Positive 125. Right. Um, and the Lions, honestly, to me, the Lions were a better team than Minnesota at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Which is why thinking, I'm disappointed Detroit didn't make the playoffs. I kept thinking last night, and I'm like, I don't know. Especially the way San Francisco played in the second half. I'm like, I'm not sure it would have mattered. But, like, it would have been more exciting to me to watch the Lions play the – the Niners yesterday than the Seahawks, but maybe because yesterday, like I wanted the, I wanted the Seahawks to win mostly because I just didn't want the Niners to win. But if the Lions were playing, I would have been actively wanting the Lions to win. Does right. that make sense? No, like, I get it. Uh, like and, instead of the rooting by default, I would have had an actual rooting interest. So. And in its purest form, the Lions are the division champs because they went five and one against the NFC well, North, and the they have uh, what top five pick. They have the Rams pick. Yeah, I think it's, it's number five. five. I think right. it's five. Yeah. Um, so, well, I I love the thing going around. This a little off of that, but um, the Eagles won the NFC East and also have the highest pick of anyone in the NFC East because of that Saints pick is the number ten pick. So, um, I'll take that. <laughs> so. Anyways, finish my Giants Viking story as we just keep yes. keep derailing that. Um, I decided that I'm rooting for the Giants only because of Saquon. I get that because I just like I'm 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 the Vikings are just at this point where they're kind of in purgatory to me because I'm not an NFC fan nor hater. I don't dislike the Vikings. I would honestly cheer for them more often than not, probably because they're just they just are. They've never won a Super Bowl and they're so they're kind of like a lovable loser. But Kirk Cousins is one of those that I defend him for people that don't think he's any good, but also also agree that he's not a top tier quarterback. Um, Dalvin Cook's been frustrating for me the last two years in fantasy, especially this past year. But there's there's no like one thing that makes me want the Vikings to win. And the Giants have Saquon and despite his ties to Buffalo for many years, I don't have anything against Brian Dable. I wanted him to be the Miami coach. By the way, the so, Bills just keep running right past the 
Dolphins secondary. <laughs> awesome. Just straight up right down the field. How how do we still have that much time left? We've, I feel two like two-minute warning. Two-minute warning. Uh, stupid two-minute warning. Uh, I don't so, know if he actually caught it. We're going to have to see here. Is it Ooh. Gabriel Davis? He did not catch that. Is nope, it Gabriel nope, Davis? It's going to be incomplete. Is it Gabriel Davis? Yeah, uh, number 10. No, is that Isaiah McKenzie? Uh, Shakir. Oh, Shakir. He, he he had it. He was wide open. He just dropped it. So that I, might maybe that's the break the Dolphins need. Yeah, because well, he, he would have been he would have been like inside the twenty yard line. Well, they're gonna need a few more. But <laughs> in the end, I kind of want the Giants to win also because I've been. I mean, I actually put it out in a tweet that I had someone respond to me about "of off" when I said, "So what team do the Vikings lose to to be one and done in the playoffs?" Oh, yes, yes, yes. And when they. Pulled the Giants. Honestly, I felt the Giants were kind of fraudulent throughout the year, too. I didn't think they were as good as they were. Right. I didn't think they were a playoff team, but here they are in the playoffs. So you want to be a playoff team, win this playoff game, and earn the right to go to Philadelphia next week. Yeah. Um, it'll, I'm, I'm really intrigued because, I, like you, I still feel like I just don't know. I just don't know about the Giants. Like I, I honestly feel like I have a better – view of them now than I did early in the season when they started off what like five and oh or five and one or something like that. Like even though the record trailed yeah. off, I feel like the I, fact that the wheels yeah. didn't fall off, like they have a number of times over the last few years, I have more respect for the Giants now than I did sure, a third of the that. way through yeah. the season. Were they nine feel, seven and one? Is that they I think they so. Were? Because I feel like they were trending in the right direction. Oh, that was third down. They're getting the ball back now. Maybe they can go in and score here. Hey. Um, another field goal. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, just get like four more field goals. Start, and just start chipping game, 18, away. 17. Can you imagine away. if they won 18, 17 with, with six field goals? Um, that'd be pretty insane. Oh, then, oh he's going to return for a touchdown. No, he's not. Cause the punter's going to take him down. Oh, great. But, but they're in field goal range. <laughs> um, so see the things I can joke about when it's not right. my all the Dolphins would do here if they would pull this miraculous upset would earn the right to go to Kansas City next week and then play in the Tyreek Hill Bowl. See, that would be more entertaining and exciting. See, then you could have an if Tua a, was going to play. Well, I was going to say you could have a Filer moment where you could be wearing a Dolphins thing and send a picture to Chad. So you'd be like, Call the ambulance. Seriously. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, like, I, I really, there are two teams I just don't know any, like, We've seen a season of it, so I feel like you know we always say like the teams have shown you who they are by now, right? But but both I, teams, but I, I'm like, but Ugh. that's why I think it's a toss up between the Giants and Vikings. I could see both teams winning the game. I could see. I don't picture the Giants blowing out the Vikings. I could see the Vikings blowing out the Giants no, if, if the passing game yes. gets going. They could blow out. Yeah, if the Giants aren't getting pressure, like you right, said, then I could see that being a big problem. If if they don't. Like if it's not like a close win, obviously either team, but I can see the Giants winning close. I I don't see the Giants blowing the doors off the Vikings. Like right, that's just no. I don't hard. either. I don't see that in the cards. But. So for you as an Eagles fan, which means book it. The Giants with, win in a blowout with playoff interests. Do you rather? Would you rather oh, see gosh. the Giants beat the Vikings, ensuring the Eagles play the Giants next week? Excuse me, or the Vikings win and the Eagles have to play Cowboys or Bucks. No, so so here's the thing. <laughs> if I'm literally writing the story, right? Like and in in hindsight, like if you had like if I knew the Eagles were going to win next week, give me the Cowboys. You want Dallas, yeah. Right. Or or the Bucks to beat Tom Brady again, you know, like in the Eagles have been like almost as and much of a demise against for him last year. Right. As much of a demise against him as, as the giants. I know the giants were in the super bowl and the, but the Eagles got him in the super bowl too. You know what I mean? Like just, that would be a great storyline, but here's the, here's the issue I have with that. I, I, I'm not going to go on record and be like, I want to play Dallas. I'm also not, don't want to be on record and be like, Hey, let's hope we play Tom Brady. Right. You know, like even with everything he's shown us this year, I just, that doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good. I'm not excited about playing the Giants, but like there would be something to know today. You know, right. like you know today. I bo- in my mind, that would essentially guarantee that the Eagles would play the Saturday game next week. Um because if he was short. Because if the if they're playing the Cowboys or if the Giants lose, then I am 
you can almost be guaranteed that the Eagles will play next Sunday because they're not going to make the winner of the Bucks Cowboys play Monday, Saturday. Um, I mean, I would love that. Can you imagine Cowboys fans if they had to play <laughs> Monday night on the road and then were told, oh, uh, yeah, you're playing Saturday on the road <laughs> too in Philly? Definitely not happening. Right. It should. It should win the division if you don't want that to happen. <laughs> Yeah, um, I spent an inordinate amount of time at the end of last week after work with pen and paper and then on the computer trying to figure out how to add more teams to the playoffs but also have multiple buys. It's just not possible unless you're adding a ton of teams. Because right. I was like, oh, we'll just add another team but can give the four division champs a buy, but then you can reseed. So the division champ got a buy, but if there's a better team in the wild card round that has a better record than that division champ, like the Buccaneers, like the Jaguars, they can go on the road, even though they're a higher seed. Right. But then I was like, well, you can't have four buys and four teams playing because then like it just it got right. to be a mess and it became much more difficult than I expected it to be. But I do think there's a good chance that in the next five years they add an eighth team. So here you go. I started hearing this this week too about that AFC championship game. They're like, if it goes well, look for the NFL to look to have these weekends. And stop right now because you're about to say that my dad was right all along. So here's the thing that I wasn't thinking of. If it turns into a big deal, you could get places to bid on it like they do the Super Bowl. That's where I was overlooking that last week. When oh, I was here like, we go. How do teams – Another yes. field goal. How do teams – and the thing I don't like about this is there's still a minute 19 left, so you could kick this field goal, and then the Bills get the ball back unless they want to kick it. Um, <laughs> but, no, if, well, but, but here you go. How do you – how do you bid – like I feel like bidding on the Super Bowl is one thing. Bidding on the AFC or NFC championship game is a whole nother thing. Yeah. And like, well, what if the you, team that you bid is playing in it? Right. Like, who's going to unless on you that? Unless you cross them, like only AFC, NFC right. domes could host the AFC game. And Well, see, and that's the thing. Like, do you limit it? Does it have to be a dome? Like, I, I don't know. I what if we'll they said it out. has to be college stadiums? Oh, man. <laughs> Oh man, that would be that would be something. That would be something. Like, so, can you imagine? And I know we talked about it, but just imagine Buffalo versus Kansas City at Beaver at Stadium. At Beaver Stadium. Oh my god. <laughs> See, I love football enough that even though that's one team that I will never I, the odds I, of me I, cheering for them is very remote. I would want to see that game. Even even if right. Chad wasn't on the Chiefs, no, no, you know, no. say this is ten years right. from now. Right. It's just like that's like, an event. That's an I event. Be there. And it's right. at a stadium that I love. Right. But oh. like even even the ones I don't like, imagine if it was at like the big house or like a, just any of those big time ones. Like it would be so cool. It would be so cool. Um I saw somewhere that said Atlanta is like if you just do it like Google Map style, miles from like Kansas City to the stadium in Atlanta, it's like three miles difference for Kansas City as it than Buffalo. Like if I were a Chiefs fan, I'd be livid. <laughs> <laughs> um, like it's just crazy. Um, but yeah, now let's see if they can get in. <laughs> I hope someone lights him up so bad. <laughs> I don't want him. To, I don't want him to hurt. No, no, I want no, it no. in his head right, right. that he's gonna get lit up. We all so that he, you want him to get. The <laughs> I did not blood, say that. I did not. Bledsoe that. treatment. No, 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 I didn't, no. Didn't say that. Did not say that. I do hope they get to halftime without the Bills scoring more points. That I definitely hope for. Um, so my dad sent me um, emojis that I'm not going to uh, to relay to you right now. I assume it's because uh, I don't want him to be proven to be correct. Because uh, I mean, we talked about it already. I did did doubt that that he had said because I had never heard of that before and I couldn't wrap my head around it because I just I wasn't sure that it would make them more money. And in the end, the NFL is a business. That's what you're thinking of, right? You're thinking of how do we make more money? Could that make them more money? I guess I'm, th- I'm thinking of it too practically and physically in person with the people attending the games. I'm not thinking about the television audience. Right. But, but would see, I don't we would that this. I don't the, think the television audience up higher. No. What I, it doesn't matter where the game is right, played. And right now they're not paying to use the stadiums where they are. Like I but I it, it would have to be it would have to be a scenario like the Super Bowl where teams where places are bidding on it. But again, you're not gonna have I, I just don't get how it makes them more money. Like and, and again, there are people who make a lot of money 
because they make the NFL a lot of money. And oh my goodness. Yes. Oh my gosh, go. Just get out of bounds. <laughs> this is amazing. 17 12 at halftime. <laughs> hey, one step closer to the 18 to 17 reality. So. Oh, oh, that's too bad. Oh, what a bummer. Good job, Butterfingers. I know, I hit the defender's elbow, but that's all right. I can still make fun of Cole Beasley. Any chance we get. Nice haircut, by the way. What is this, 1997? Who who picked that? Is that Holland? Number eight. Was it Javon Holland? Sweet. All right. See, the Bills really just need to go with the <laughs> running like the four verticals, you know, like that that play seemed to be working for them earlier. I was literally about as we're watching this. I don't know how live that is. The streaming's ahead of the television, so we're probably seeing this happen before other people are seeing it happen. But I was as the ball's being thrown, I'm like, first down. Cause like he was right. at he was gonna make right. the first down catch, but oh double rever- well, not double rever- get rid of it. Oh god. That did nothing. That did nothing. But they're just backing up to have the better angle yes. for the field goal. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, n- neutral fields could be coming, could happen. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be fun to play at college stadiums. I don't see Beaver Stadium itself eventually will not have that problem because college football playoff is going to dictate that Beaver Stadium is also able to be played. But the bigger thing is hotels yeah travel beaver stadium does not make sense for and and the airport now most teams have charter flights so it's not really an issue there but for getting everyone else there it's kind of an issue so unless someone would come in and bulk up the state college airport or increase the infrastructure in and around state college i just don't see that as a viable option well maybe and it would be one thing if it was like college football playoff is even different because, well, they talked about this, about how like the workers, so many are student workers, students aren't there during that time, but students would be back, you know, so in terms of workers at the stadium, but it, it's just an interesting scenario. But like, it, it's fun to think about. Um, the thing is like Michigan's not a great stadium for hosting. They park on a golf course. If you're going to talk about places like, and this kills me, but like someplace like Columbus is a big stadium in the middle of a city, you know? So like there's an airport nearby right. and like all the, uh, Let's Knox, not, Knoxville, you know, places like that. Mm-hmm, right. Um, yeah. But, so, but that's not what they're go. looking for. Oh, first you know? down. First down. <laughs> hey, do you get, if you, if you score here, you go for two? No. No. I probably kick it. It's so early. I don't want to be chasing that point the whole time. Yeah. Um, I feel like. McDaniels, though, is fully one of those guys where there's somebody who has the numbers run and he'll go by whatever yeah. the number says. Well, it can be which me. Is, which is fine. If McDaniel wants to uh, to call me. Oh, never mind. I have a story for you that would, later. It would be perfect because uh, I made it known publicly that he was one of my last choices for the coach. Yes. So if you want a contrarian on your staff, I'm your guy. Oh, one of my memories today was touchdown. Is that Gusecki. Gusecki. Yes. Here we go. One of my memories today was commenting on the Eagles hire. Oh, he's broken up the gritty. <laughs> yeah, was was um, commenting on the Eagles hire of Doug Peterson. And I said, oh. and my comment was, the one thing that makes me feel really good about the Eagles hire is how many people don't like it. All right? Now, to be fair, there are a lot of my takes on there that are old takes that are really bad on sports, too. They're going for two. Like, yeah. Like, you know. Based on this, what, you know, I don't see how anybody can say, you know, so-and-so is better than so-and-so. And, And like, looking back, and it's super clear that, like, so-and-so was better than so-and-so the whole time. Um, And so, like I said all along. Like I I said all along, you you obviously go for two because (laughs) (laughs) – Oh, man. Man, it's too bad we're not going to be broadcasting live for the second half of this game, huh? Well, it's good because you're going to. I'm going to be throwing. They've, up. they've reeled you back in. Yeah, they, they, they have. let you down. They when went they down seventeen nothing. You're like, okay, you were accepting it oh. as grace, well, gracefully as see, you can. And I now, went now in with no expectations because right. that is how you have to do it as a cynical <laughs> sports fan. And I mean, honestly, outside of the Phillies in 2008, what have I ever had to cheer for in terms of? A big time performance 
in a championship game because as much as Penn State has been fun and has won some Rose Bowls in my lifetime, that's not the national championship that we want. Okay. Haven't seen that there. The Dolphins haven't been in the conference championship game since I first started cheering for them. The Flyers have destroyed me in the Stanley Cup championship multiple times now. The Phillies just lost in the World Series, but I give them a pass because they've they already won the World They've overachieved right. and they won the right. World Series right. in, in my lifetime that I cared about. They've checked that box. They've, yeah, <laughs> checked yeah. that box. And they, I mean, they're honestly, they're the ones that got Natalie super into sports this year. So I can't be mad at that. So the others still have to check their box. But like Penn State hasn't checked the box. We don't count 86. Like, <laughs> and that's, no, I don't count I, it. Because we count it, but it doesn't count for fandom. Well, same thing. Well, like the Dolphins were in the Super Bowl when I was months old a year old right right? so like i don't count that i didn't even know what like that doesn't count so penn state's a no flyers are a no uh i got see see, we're dolphins are a no we're gonna sixers are we're gonna get in trouble with our resident cowboys fan listener when we talk about how those things from way back don't count because i mean that's what they had to go on. but see i honestly i remember the cowboys Uh, winning the super bowl so if i was a cowboys fan that would count i know yeah like i remember and i remember you know watching kelly's and my you know her family's excitement when the steelers won all those super bowls in the last uh what 15 years now like I, I and I was there with you when the Eagles the, won the, the Bills Super Bowl. went back to the just run guys down the field again and completed a pass. No, it's Gabriel Davis. He didn't catch that. <laughs> he doesn't catch passes. What are you doing? Run with him. What's he looking at? Oh God. So I have no expectations is what I'm saying. Right. Because I have no expectations for the Dolphins ever, because I feel like they always let me down. The Flyers have been a hot mess. The Phillies, I had expectations. The Flyers aren't even a hot mess the right way this year, though. Yeah. Could you be worse, please? I want Connor Bedard. (laughs) But the Phillies rebounded this year and did fantastic. And I, you know, as much as they came up short by two games at the end, I can't be mad at them. No. Like, I was still thrilled about that. Like, Natalie and I still talk about that. So, um, the Dolphins. Honestly, growing up, the Dolphins were the ones that caused me the most grief, I'd say, uh, because the Phillies in 93 was fun, but that was when I first became like a sports fan. So what what's your problem? What What's uh, the he, issue? No, it's just. A... This is Uncle Brian. Oh, is it? Is it a sports card of him? Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but the Dolphins, they, like they were probably my biggest investment were the dolphins i get it and they were always that kind of like the eagles were in the early 2000s couldn't get over the hump but like we're always really good that was the dolphins when i was young and growing up like from 93 through like 99 they were almost always in the playoffs usually winning or in the running for their division in the mid 90s they're making the afc championship game but they just couldn't get to the super bowl what are you doing? How are you leaving these people wide open in the middle of the field? Oh, God. Now they're going to go into halftime down. Ah, see? You get a little bit of hope and, and excitement, and this is what happens. This is what they do to you. But, um, yeah. So we didn't we didn't even talk about Bengals-Ravens, and I know um, we already got one or multiple comments, so we have uh, people... So first, your mom agreed with us on something. I, that was a while ago. I don't know what we were talking about. Um, but she did ask if I'm cheering, wanted to know if I was cheering for her Ravens. The answer to that always and forever is no. Because the Ravens are one of the teams on my list that it would take a lot for me to root for them. I believe I rooted for them a few times when they were playing the Patriots in the playoffs. Because like the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right, so... Right. Um, but honestly, right now, like I don't think the Patriots are anything. I might root for the Patriots over the Ravens. So, but it doesn't matter. They're playing the Bengals tonight, and and I'm a I'm a big fan of Joey B. So, uh, what Stephon, happened? I think Stefan. Oh, they ruled him out. Stefan oh, Diggs good. made a, like a one handed grab. Um, so then, um, my dad said, "Give it me anybody that can beat the Eagles." My uncle said, "Guess I joined the show at the right time." And your mom then said, "The stadium is quiet," alluding to, I'm guessing, Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, but now, of course, they're getting back into it right before halftime. Oh, I don't know. He might have had both feet in. I don't know when he caught it. Like when. Uh, <laughs> your mom just messaged me, called oh, me no, a no, hater. No. By the time he got it, 
Oh, he didn't have control because his feet well, looked. Well, in. watch, but like, see, I'd say that right foot looked like his. Okay, first no, you're right. Me. You're right. You're right. They're doing a review. No, well, no, they're taking the time out to get them to review. Oh, they're saying they he wanted the the play clock reset. Yeah, whatever. Let's uh, let's finish this show. Let's wrap this up. But um, yes, I am a hater, uh, Cheryl. Uh, there are a list of teams in pro football that I hate, and that is the three other AFC East teams because. Naturally, I, I don't think that's shocking to anyone. As a Dolphins fan, I hate the Bills, Patriots, and Jets. I mean, I really hate the Patriots because the last two decades of my life has been miserable in terms of NFL rooting interests. Now the Bills are good, and the Jets are just the Jets. Like they, they always think they're going to be better than they are, and this year they actually were right, even though they came up short. They were much better than I gave them credit for. The field goal, good blocking and return. They don't have a timeout now. Uh. <laughs> because they took the time out there. Oh. <laughs> so so I have a hard time. Just It's really tough for me to see Sean McDermott be such a good head coach when he was so stubbornly in love with the wide nine and like the Eagles oh, with the had Eagles? a lot of trouble. Like just it, Well, it was feast or famine for the Eagles on defense when he was a coordinator. Not all his fault, um, but just that I can't get that out of my head. Um, my dad says he's thinking of ending the contract with our show unless I get rid of uh, get rid of you. It's going to take a lot more money than what I get now. So, uh, but we can talk. We can talk. Uh, so See, obviously, look, just because you know picks and block it and and fantasy football were were tough for him this year. I just, <laughs> now I'm just rubbing it in. It's, it's not going to end well. So the Bills are going to make this field goal and go yeah. up twenty to seventeen with four seconds left in the first half. Um, Dolphins. So I'm ready for the Josh Boyer era to be over. Uh, I he I think it proved that I mean don't want to get into the Brian Flores stuff, but I think it proved that he had a bigger impact on the Dolphins defense than Josh Boyer did. So I would not be disappointed to see Mike McDaniel change directions or Boyer go somewhere else. Right. Um because I, I the Dolphins defense underachieved this year. As much as the Dolphins offense was inconsistent be, mostly because of injuries, the Dolphins defense was not nearly as good as they've been the last few years, and that prevented them from winning a few games earlier in the season. Um, but, yeah. Well, oh, Bengals-Ravens. Right, so, right. yeah, the Ravens are another team that I've never liked. I've always disliked them. That dates back to Ray Lewis and his cronies on those early 2000s Ravens team. Still bitter about the way that Super Bowl went down that I was at to see the Giants uh, lose to Baltimore but because I can't stand Ray Lewis. I uh, No, just no. Um, so that Ravens team's on that list. I've also been always been a hater of the Raiders. Uh, that dates back to Rich Gannon uh, ending the Dolphins. I guess that was might have been the last time they were in the playoffs after a playoff victory. Might have been then, or might they might have started the uh, years without the Dolphins winning a playoff game because it's now been uh, twenty two plus years, de- depending on what happens the rest of today. But. I just don't. The Raiders just always rub me the wrong way. No, I get it. I get so it. the Raiders. Are, so that's my five AFC teams are NFC wise. Right now, Packers because I hate Aaron Rodgers. Right. I won't root for the Packers because right. I just I can't stand Aaron Rodgers. So I'm not going to root for that team to to right. be any good. Right. And a lot of that is the player though because right. No, I feel I, like if I he goes like, somewhere else, I don't have anything. I feel Packers. like we've seen this movie before. Right. Like if he went to. The Vikings, let's just, I know that's not happening, but, and the Vikings were playing the Packers, you would be rooting for the Packers over the, you know, so Um, like, it's a player dictated thing, which I I completely understand. We started this show, Seahawks, because I don't like Pete Carroll. Yeah. Uh, And I wasn't, I didn't like Richard Sherman. Uh, I was indifferent to Marshawn Lynch, like he was an interesting character. Marshawn Lynch is exactly the kind where early on I was like, what the heck? But like, the longer it goes, and even though he's out, the more I'm like, I like Marshawn Lynch. (laughs) Like, you know, like now, but um, just like... Yeah, but I, I don't like. Oh, we're gonna throw it. I like it. What's the worst thing that could happen? They return it for a touchdown. Okay, yes. Um, but, but yeah, it, it like got picked. But that, like that's okay because like oh, we got picked. I think so. What if you what if you get a pass interference call? Yeah, true. You then know, you like, kick another field goal, right? Uh, but yeah, so that's probably my list of what f- was it? Six teams, seven teams, like three that. AFC East teams, two more AFC teams, two NFC. Yeah, so seventeen, almost a quarter of them. 
I think that's fair. <laughs> I mean, there's other teams that I'm indifferent to. No, I get it. Like, I don't really care one way or the other. And then there's, there's probably, honestly, there's probably only like seven teams that I would actively root for, too. Right. No, so, I get it. Uh, but no, be- go Bengals tonight. I hope uh, I hope Burrow and, and Cincinnati come out on top. And tomorrow, Cowboys, Buccaneers. I'm not rooting for Tom Brady. Like I, and we are both definitely on record saying he's much more likable out past yeah. the New England right. days. Right. And I don't know if that's just because I actually always liked Tampa Bay until he was there. I was always a Bucks fan. See, I, I Growing don't up, I was a, it's I, irrationally I, well, because they stole right. one from the Eagles. But I, I was like, I love the Mike Allstott, John oh, yeah. Lynch day, like those days. Dude, work like, done. Work <laughs> right. Work done. Yeah. Like. Those days in the what late nineties, early two thousands, yeah. right around there is when they got really good and started to be a pain in the Eagles' side, which at the time was a bonus for me right, because right. I was completely the Eagles were on my list of right. teams that I hated. I've grown past that now. Before they even won the Super Bowl, I just didn't care. Right, like, it was just a team that I was indifferent to. Um, but I, I, I love the Bucks, and then when Brady went there, I was like, well, I can't root for them anymore. But he's much more likable now that he's not in New England. I, he honestly feels like a weight was lifted off of him, and he became much more right. self-aware uh, yeah. and irreverent. So, like, didn't just kind of didn't care about a lot of things. So, uh, but I, I, I don't want to see him win again. I don't want that to continue. So, I will be rooting for Dallas tomorrow night to win that game. Also, I'm very interested to see either a Dallas Philadelphia or a Dallas San Francisco divisional round so game. So if if the Eagles were if I knew the Eagles would win, beating Dallas right. would be in the playoffs would be phenomenal. But I'm never going to like hope for that because, because the alternative the high, of high losing to them low. is the worst case scenario. Right. Yes. So 100%. like I don't, I don't want that to happen. No. I I I under, completely understand. It's one of those things if you know the outcome, you want to play your rival yeah you know it's like and yeah, anything with wilson mifflin like right if you guarantee we're winning i want to play that right in the, in the district championship if that was ever possible right. um in, in football that would be great yeah like you guarantee that we're winning i want to play that but if you tell me i don't know what the outcome is man it'd be rough to lose that game that way yeah. and it goes to everything you know same afc championship game if you tell me the dolphins are gonna beat the the bills jets patriots and so that's I, a guarantee i, give I had it to given me. thought can you and it's still possible. I'm not saying I'm rooting for this because honestly, I'm probably rooting for the opposite. But like, can you? There's a chance that the that the NFC East could have three teams of the four in the NFC next week. Well, well, yeah, and and it would set up a possibility of Philly Dallas in the NFC Championship right, because right. Philly would play the Giants and Dallas right. would play San Francisco. I also see honestly that's the I think that's the path I want, just because you get the the playoff rivalry history of Dallas San Francisco which was huge in the 90s yeah. and then Eagles Giants is a rivalry game and then you either end up with Eagles 49ers which is the top two teams in the NFC teams to the two teams everyone thinks are the best teams in the NFC or you end up with Dallas Philadelphia I don't think anyone has to go into that one the odds of I think getting Giants 49ers isn't high but there's also history there's there history between there, the two. Right. so well, the, and that you would have the best possible. And you would have the Giants beating the Vikings and the Eagles on the road. To that so, like, I feel like there's a be a lot. You, right, you've yeah. earned your like. Yeah. You're not going to luck your way into. I mean, you can you can get lucky here and there, but like, right. you win you win two playoff games to make the championship. Like, you, you've you've earned your way there. Right, so. right. So, yeah. So, great start to playoffs yesterday. Apparently, continuation today. I mean, unless the Bills go all 49ers on Miami and just blow the doors off of them, score three touchdowns in the second half, and it ends every way way everyone wants or thought it would. Right. We'll see. I, I still don't have a lot of hope, especially the, giving up a field goal there at the end of the of the first half, just allowing them to run free down the field. Secondary needs some help. They got to get more pressure on Josh Allen and just be a thorn in his side. And Miami's got to at least get another touchdown. You can't just keep kicking field right. goals. But um, other than that, I, go Bengals, I, go Giants. I guess. Yeah, I'm I'm staying out of the go whatever because like I just whatever gives us the most exciting and entertaining matchups next week. That's who I want to win the right, next three say, games. The potential for the Eagles to beat the Giants and then beat the Cowboys in route to the Super Bowl would be pretty incredible. That would be a feather in the cap, huh? So, but then you would play the Dolphins in the Super Bowl, so. That would not be good for the show. <laughs> that wouldn't be good for the uh, actually, show. Actually, it might be very good for the show. It would not be good for you and I. Yeah. Friendship over. <laughs> so. 
Oh, All right. Um, I think that's about it. And uh, Jalen Hurts plays against Tua in the championship. See, well, that's another like I know another I know, thread in there that I, we haven't even be able to talk about. Well, one, Miami's <laughs> got to not lose to the Bills, which they're losing right now, and they're certainly right. undermanned and don't have the talent necessary to hang with Buffalo. But then they'd have to already play next week without Tua again right. in Kansas City. So. There were a long way, and the odds of that happening. So you're are, saying the Eagles Dolphins Super Bowl is not likely. Hey, not impossible. Six, six weeks ago, it looked a lot more likely. Right, it doesn't right. look so much likely anymore. Right. So, so. Uh, anything from you? Anything? Shout outs or anything? Um, no. <laughs> uh, well, we shouted out your dad last week. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. So happy birthday to uh, our neighbor <laughs> Sheila. Her oh, birthday today. So happy birthday to her. Um, no one else special has a birthday anytime soon, so. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, I was going to save it for next week because next week on the show is actually her birthday, but I'll say her happy birthday to her now. Uh, happy birthday to my daughter, Natalie. She is turning 10 next Sunday. We do have a show next Sunday night to recap part of the divisional round, so we'll be around for that. But, yes, happy birthday to Natalie. Uh, wearing her Dan Marino jersey and making me proud. Hey, and they've it's gone much better since she put that jersey on. That's true. On. It is much better. So she, maybe she's my good luck charm. So uh, the kids are over there still looking through the cars, and we're going to see what treasures they found because apparently they found uh, the Brian and Brent uh, Berenshausen baseball card <laughs> from from the 90s. So I'm going to check those out. But uh, And an old Dairy Queen wrapper, apparently. All right. So. All good things uh, in th- a 30-year-old box of trading cards never and mis- know miscellaneous stuff. You never know what you'll find. So. G.I. Joe game. <laughs> exactly. With um, batteries that need to be taken out because I'm sure they're toxic by now. <laughs> um, yeah, all good things. So, uh, Thanks for listening, everyone. Joining us for episode 367 of the Joe Mays and J-Raff show. We will be back next week to continue our talk about the NFL playoffs. And uh, by that point, we'll have most of the divisional round will be over. There's no Monday night game, right, for the no, divisional no, round. So yep. uh, we'll have, what, two Saturday, two Sunday? Yep. So we will be able to talk about three of the four yeah. when we get on this show, and the other one will be happening. Right. It'll be interesting to see. Maybe we have to move things around if uh, that Eagles game is the Sunday night game. Yeah. Unless you want to have this experience where we get to watch it while talking. If they're playing Dallas. Eagles oh, Cowboys gosh. live on the show. The that has oh, to happen. Gosh. Eagles Cowboys live on the show. And we but we do the whole game. Oh, we just gosh. we oh, go gosh. live at like eight fifteen and we just sit here and watch this the whole thing. A lot of it makes me anxious. No. All right. Well if if things change, we will make sure we let our our loyal listeners know when we're on because clearly I let no one know that we're gonna do this at two o'clock today. But sometimes that's the way this happens. So all right, thanks again for listening. We'll be back again next week. Go Dolphins! That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Mays and J-Rap Show, brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop. Woo-hoo! You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your email to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at Raff at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and JRAF Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time.